It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Bill Rossetti with you guys here on a Thursday. Hope you guys are having a good week. And we are going to talk about some pending free agents here. We actually just got a report from The Athletic that two more Carolina Panthers pending free agents are set to become or are set to get a chance to test the open market. Uh, and those guys are being or those guys will be Greg Van Roten and Trey Boston. So we'll touch on that in a little bit. But I, of course, I want to remind you guys, want to give a quick shout out as always to our friends over at Queen City Beauty Group. Who of course have their uh, their March special going on, and you can head down to Charlotte to check them out because they've got their CBD Oxygen Dome Therapy Facial. That's their March special or part of their March special at Queen City Beauty Group. This treatment uses ionized oxygen to restore balance to the skin. Locally sourced CBD adds to the healing, calming, and soothing effects of this treatment. Safe for all skin types because Queen City Beauty Group customizes all treatments this super relaxing facial is fantastic for your skin's health so again the monthly special from queen city beauty group for march is the cbd oxygen dome therapy facial a 75 dollars gift certificate for use on a future visit or you can re-gift and a gift from queen city beauty group this is normally a $250 value. It can be yours for just $99. So go check them out at queencitybeautygroup.com. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Before I get into some of the Panther stuff, I think it I think I do want to come out here and touch on what all this nonsense, all, all this craziness this is, that has been going on uh, in the in the world of sports regarding the coronavirus. Uh, I, I think a lot of these leagues are making the right decision to either not have fans or in the case of the NBA, uh, suspending the season for the time being. Of course, if you guys haven't heard the news, I mean, I'm sure most of you have heard the news from last night that Rudy Gobert of the Utah Jazz tested positive for the coronavirus. And in fact, as I'm recording this here uh, late Thursday morning, we're now getting the, the reports from Adrian Wojnarowski that uh, 
Donovan Mitchell has also tested positive for the coronavirus. So crazy to think now that two players on the Utah Jazz now have the coronavirus. Uh, just, just craziness. And the, and then after hearing about Gobert, the NBA obviously did what they had to do and suspend the season. You really don't want to take any unnecessary risks. The NCAA obviously has announced that the uh, the NCAA tournament will go on without fans. That was expected after governors of a couple of states, particularly states that are going to be hosting NCAA tournament games next weekend, namely states of Ohio and Washington, wanted to not have games with fans. I think California did the same thing as well, and they're hosting tournament games uh, over the next couple weekends because they've got Sacramento and they've got Los Angeles. So it made all the sense in the world for them to go without fans, and it's possible that they postpone or even cancel the tournament. I mean, it, it's just unbelievable how how this has spread. And, um, you know, fortunately, uh, I'm in a state that hasn't had too many cases. Uh, Pennsylvania, I think, only has about 11 cases confirmed so far, so we're not high on the list, but obviously there is some concern, but um, really just uh, as long as we just take care of ourselves and um, just wash our hands, do all that stuff that they tell us to, but in, in all seriousness, like I said, it's, it's just crazy that uh, it, this has been spreading the way it has, and um, like I said, I think the NBA made the right decision to uh, suspend the season you know it's it's this is about this is bigger than basketball at this point you know you're just trying to keep uh, keep fans safe keep everybody safe and yeah I, I've never it, we've never seen anything like this it's just unbelievable how how crazy this has all been with, with this virus so to all you listeners out there just stay safe you know do what you need to don't take any un- unnecessary risks uh take care of yourselves you know like jerry springer used to always say take care of yourself and each other and we'll get through this virus and eventually it'll subside and i think things will get back to normal but um it's just crazy to think now that two star players in the nba now have the coronavirus in Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> Fortunately, uh, nothing with the Carolina Panthers. No, uh, no coronavirus is there. Fortunately, so. But we do have news of two players that will be hitting the open market in free agency. As we try to get back to <laughs> some football stuff a little bit, uh, but the Athletic is reporting that Greg Van Roten. And Trey Boston will be joining Mario Addison in testing the open market when free agency begins. Which, now we're not so sure if it's going to start next Wednesday. I mean, again, going back to, you know, yeah, we were going back to football, but now we're going back to the virus. The NFL, I think, has to come out and do something. Because the NBA has suspended their season. The NHL in all likelihood, is probably going to suspend their season because, let's face it, a lot of these NBA teams and NHL teams share stadiums, so that's 
that's a risk they probably don't want to take. The NFL's already suspend or uh, canceling fan events at the at the draft in Vegas. Wouldn't be surprised if they go to a digital format with no fans. Uh, we don't know if they're going to push free agency back. We know a lot of these teams are um, not sending coaches out to pro days. So it's, it's hard to figure out right now what, uh, you know, what the time frame is for free agency. So obviously it's hard to say that free agency is going to start on Wednesday because it could get pushed back. You know, if they're worried that these players are going to take visits and whatnot, though, you figure a lot of these players will probably will probably have deals in, in place during the tampering period anyway, which I believe starts on Monday. But in any event, whenever free agency begins, Trey Boston and Greg Van Roten will be on the open market. And these are two guys that... I think the Panthers can improve on, you know, it's, it's possible they bring him back on kind of lesser contracts, especially a guy like Van Roten as a, as a depth guy, you know, but you could still improve on him. But uh, especially now that the Panthers have that hole at both guards now, or especially at right guard, now that they've traded uh, Trey Turner. And that's certainly a position that I think they'll probably attack at the, uh, uh, during the draft with some of the good uh, interior guys there. But I want to... There was an article on The Athletic from Jordan Rodriguez and uh, Joe Person that I thought was pretty interesting. It was kind of like, a, not necessarily a draft, but the two of them were allowed to have uh, to make three moves in free agency uh, to help set up the draft. And I was looking through it the other day, and I was... Certainly intrigued by it. I, I like. I definitely liked some of the moves here. So I want to run through uh, the picks that they made and kind of talk about that. So Joe is up first, and uh, the first he did talk about how Mario Addison is one of the priorities among the the Panthers free agents. But the first name that he actually brought up in terms of free agents he would sign is actually Jabal Sheard who has a connection with new defensive line coach Mike Fair uh, the last two years in Indianapolis. Sheer, Sheer did, worked as a, as a defensive end. Uh, he talked about how Sheard hasn't been as productive in terms of number of sacks over the last, actually, seven years. Sheard has 36 sacks over the last seven years. Addison has 52 and a half, but does note that Sheard is two years younger and has a reputation as a great locker room guy. And, uh, you know, Jabal Sheard is definitely a guy that's, you know, he started his career pretty slow, but he's definitely turned his career around. He's, he's bounced around a couple teams, of course. He's been with the Patriots. He's been with the Browns. And, again, he's last been with the Colts. But he has he has that connection with Mike Fair. So certainly it wouldn't be a bad idea. I, I can definitely understand the reasoning behind Joe's pick there. And, you know, again, he can kind of be that – veteran edge defender like they brought in last year with with Bruce Irvin and he's probably not going to cost a whole lot so I can definitely I can definitely be on board with bringing in Jabal Sheard so then Jordan was up next and started talking about how the Panthers have some uh some contracts coming up 
uh, with their own players, namely like uh, Taylor Moten, and you know brought up the question of who's going to be the left tackle after the 2020 season. So she actually has her first move is actually re-signing Greg Van Roten. So a nice little uh, nice little segue there. Again, played just about every snap the last two years, or at least in the games he played before the injury. Um, but then she goes on and says, um, if the Panthers are straddling the line between rebuild and refresh, then she can see an offensive line of Russell Okung, Greg Van Roten, Matt Paradis, Dennis Daly, and Taylor Moten, and then having Greg Little as your depth guy. Which I could, I could, again, I could be on board with that. We don't know what this team is going to do. Are they rebuilding? Are they retooling? But a line like that, you know, you you have Russell Okung as your probably a one-year rental at uh, left tackle. You bring back Van Roten probably on a, a cheap one-year deal. I can't imagine it's going to be a lengthy contract. Uh, Matt Paradis, you know, the the signing hasn't worked out so far. And they can, I think they might be able to get out of the contract after uh, after next season. I'm actually going to look that up real quick. We'll check out Paradis's contract. As he's got two years left, but they're, uh, they do have an out after 2020. They could actually save about uh, $5 million or almost $5 million in cap space if they cut him after 2020. So you at least have him for 2020, but you can get you can move on from him after uh, 21. Daly, we know he's been moved around a lot, uh, and this will give him some experience, a little more experience inside, and then it allows uh, Taylor Moten to stay at the position he's now played in for the last couple of years at right tackle. So re-signing Van Roten, and like I touched on before, wouldn't be the worst move in the world, so... I can uh, I can be on board again if they because it's probably going to be a cheaper deal. I can't imagine the Panthers are going to have to spend too much money uh, for a guy like Van Roten, especially with uh, you got you got some pretty good interior guys in this draft class, and you've got uh, a couple decent guys I think too uh, in the in the free agent market between guards and uh, and centers. You know, if you look at the list of guards here on the free agent markets on spot rack one's already re-signed that was john wetzel re-signing with the falcons but uh you've got ron leary you know 31 years old but veteran presence brandon scherf is likely going to get uh the franchise tag eric kush is a free agent uh eric flowers who played a little bit better that he got kicked inside uh andrews pete you know didn't work out so well at tackle being a first-round pick, but um, wasn't too bad at guard. Mikey Upaldi's free agent, Michael Schofield. You know, so there's some some veteran guys that if the Panthers want to replace there, it's possible, but maybe they figure uh, just stick with stick with uh, the guys that they already have in, uh, in Greg Van Roten. So then their second moves... Joe came back and goes with the other guy that we talked about uh, as the, uh, and actually I think this is actually the article that this report stems from, but uh, Joe 
Joe actually says his second move would be to keep Trey Boston. Mentioning how he's a loud guy on the field and in the locker room. Uh, said he took over the role vacated by Thomas Davis as the guy on defense more willing to challenge and trash talk uh, with Cam Newton. And says his personality is infectious and keeping him and strong safety Eric Reed together would help solidify a defense that will be looking for leaders following Luke Keekley's announcement. So, or Luke Keekley's retirement, excuse me, not announcement, but his, uh, his retirement. Um, and, you know, he does note that Boston missed, missed a share of tackles over the years. And, um, you know, it took Trey Boston a little bit of time, of course, to get back into the swing of things. I mean, let's remember that he, uh, he did not join the team until, uh, free agent, or excuse me, until training camp. So he was already behind the eight ball a little bit. So he needed some time to catch up, you know, basically jumped right into it, uh, was, you know, kind of thrown to the wolves. But as time went on, he started to get his feet under him a little bit and, Again, he he went on, he went on to play all sixteen games for the Panthers, so it's not like he was, um, it's not like he was getting benched or anything. He played and started every season or every game this season. So again, it's possible. Like I said before, it's possible both Van Roten and Trey Boston get eventually get re-signed by the Panthers, but then these are also positions that I expect them to attack uh, in the draft, especially maybe in like say the middle rounds if they don't take a safety in, say, like, round two. So then Jordan's next move would be another free agent, uh, another of the Panthers' own free agents that she would keep. And it's a guy that I've, I've touched on, too, as a guy that I think the Panthers need to look to try to keep, and that's Ross Cockrell. Cockrell had a fantastic season in 2019, coming off the... The bad injury that he had that pretty much wiped out his 18. Came back in 19 and showed how versatile he is for the Panthers. He was playing safety a little bit. He's played nickel. He's played outside. Um, you know, Jordan even mentions that Ross played the bolt position, as the Panthers called, which is their dime hybrid. So, Cockrell showed he's very versatile and very valuable to this Panthers team, and he's definitely, I think, someone that Matt Rule and company should really be intrigued by, and I think the Panthers really would do well to try to uh, to try to keep Cockrell, because you're going to need somebody at cornerback. Let's face it, James Bradbury is not going to be back. I, I think we've all uh, resigned ourselves to the fact that. James Bradbury is not going to be back on the Panthers. He's going to cost too much money, and it's not a contract that the Panthers want to give someone in the position that they're in. Your rebuild slash retool, whatever you want to call it. You're not paying. I mean, he's probably going to get like $15 million a year. Panthers aren't in a position to do that. But a player like Ross Cockrell, you know, who's older and has injury history, probably is going to drop his value a little bit in terms of the contracts, he he's going to be more affordable. And, you know, if it comes down to the two of them, Cockrell, by far, I think, is, is the better choice, only because of how much it's going to cost and I think just how much value he, 
he brought to the Panthers as well. And then their third, their third picks, Joe's final pick for free agency would be Kevin Johnson, the free agent cornerback out uh, from the Buffalo Bills. You know, kind of continuing that Carolina-Buffalo connection. Um, you know, we just saw a former Panther sign with Buffalo in uh, in uh, Josh Norman. And probably, you know, and Joe makes a note of it, Buffalo's acquisition of Josh Norman almost certainly means Brandon Bean won't be re-signing Johnson, who was the 2015 first-round pick by the Houston Texans. He says, if nothing else, Johnson proved he could make it through an entire season. The former Wake Forest standout played in all 16 games for Buffalo, seeing action on special teams at nickel and eventually boundary corner. He, he ended up finishing with 36 tackles in the 16 games for the Bills. Uh, and Joe also notes that it was the first time Johnson, who missed 15 games in 2018 with a concussion, played 16 games since his rookie season. Yeah, he's in the three seasons between, you know, the, the three th- three seasons, excuse me, since his rookie season, he had only played in a total of 19 games before bouncing back to play in all 16 for the Bills last season. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Uh, Joe then also writes, though Johnson has yet to play up to his first round potential, he has several things working in his favor. He's still relatively young, turns 28 in August. He's fairly long, 6 foot, 185 pounds. And he's coming off a solid season as he was Pro Football Focus's 23rd rated cornerback in 2019. Says signing Johnson also wouldn't preclude the Panthers from drafting a corner fairly, and he writes in parentheses, very with a question mark, high in the draft, especially because they're going to let four-year starter James Bradbury test free agency. And then in parentheses, they're looking at you, Mr. Okuda. Again, will Okuda make it to the Panthers at seven? We'll see. Uh, so then J- uh, Jordan's final pick is actually on the defensive line. You know, we've, we've talked about Derek Brown so much as as the option in the, in the draft, uh, in the interior line. But Jordan brings up an interesting option in the free agent market. And I believe, too, I saw a post on CBS Sports in which they did a draft, but it involved free agency. Or in other words, uh, if free agency was handled like the draft, where the worst team gets the first pick, how would the draft look? 
And the Panthers, in this exercise, ended up with the same player that Jordan picked as her final free agent move in this exercise. And that's Javon Hargrave. And she notes that uh, Dave Tepper wants to see the... uh, She writes, quote, So does Panthers owner Dave Tepper really want to emulate the Steelers' multiple defense? He needs a good nose tackle, and oh hey, Javon Hargrave is available. I'll probably have to put up some money to get him, and of course I'll have to convince him that Carolina, with all of its turnover, can be a good place for top-tier free agents. She then writes, Hargrave is just 27, so rebuild, refresh, hybrid sounds doable. Playing at least one year next to a healthy K-1 short is a big sell. I can backload his deal, including with guaranteed money, and put a bow on it via signing bonus because I won't have Turner's contract or a large quarterback contract or the money just burning away in the Matt Khalil corner to deal with after 2020. And then she writes, I can also promise Hargrave that even if Short gets moved in the next couple years, he will be 31 this season and signed through 2022 with a club option for 2023. We have a plan because we're about to draft Javon Kinlaw, either at number seven or via trade back in the first round, and give him a super athletic linebacking core who can run behind him via either the draft or free agency. I like the reasoning. I like the I like the thought process here. Javon you know getting Javon Hargrave obviously would not preclude the Panthers from taking Derek Brown or Javon Kinlaw at number seven or trade down, as she notes. And again, I've made it pretty clear that I would not be opposed. I'm almost starting to think, I'm almost talking myself into that's the move I would actually make if I'm the Panthers, is to look to trade down, pick up a couple picks, and take Kinlaw. You know, no disrespect to Derek Brown. I, I love him as a player, but I would be perfectly fine if the Panthers trade down to 12, 13, 14, whatever the case may be, pick up a second round pick, and, you know, maybe more, and, you know, obviously a hope that Javon Kinlaw is still on the board, but with all the offensive tackles that are going to go, because let's let's think about this for a second. We expect three quarterbacks to go in the top ten, maybe in the top five, right? Burrow, Tua, and Herbert, I think, are locks to all go in the top ten, maybe even top five. The top 10 or 12, you know, we'll even stretch stretch to 12, I think we can almost guarantee that the four top offensive tackles are going to be off the board. Andrew Thomas, Jedrick Wills, Mekhi Becton, and Tristan Wirfs. So that right there, that's seven. That's already seven of the top 12. Derek Brown's probably still going to go in the top 10. You know, even with the quote-unquote down combine he had, He'll make up for it at his pro day, and I think he'll still go top 10. That's eight. Jeffrey Okuda is going to go in the top 10, or top, maybe even top five, likely. You know, maybe he falls, and the Panthers are sitting there at seven, and Okuda winds up being the pick, which I'd be fine with as well. But I expect Okuda to go high. That's nine. Isaiah Simmons, I think, is going to go in the in the top 10. So there, there there's 10 out of 12. You know, again, I'll stretch it to 12 because. I don't think all four tackles might go 
all in the top 10. It, it might stretch to like 11 or 12. So even if we say 12, we just named 10 players. Three quarterbacks, four offensive tackles. Oh, and oh, by the way, Chase Young. So there's 11. There, there's 11 guys that I feel pretty confident are going to go in the top 12. Your three quarterbacks, the four offensive tackles, Chase Young, uh, Jeffrey Okuda, Isaiah Simmons, and Derek Brown. I feel pretty good that those 11 are going to be among the top 12. So that means Javon Kinlaw, you know, you could trade down to, say, 12, and he'll be there. And we can even take it a step further and throw two other guys that could potentially crack the top 12 as well. And that's at least one of the wide receivers, whether that's Jerry Judy, CeeDee Lamb, uh, Henry Ruggs. One of those guys can sneak into the top 12 or 13, and then we can't discount the possibility of Jordan Love going in the top 10 with the way some of these quarterbacks are going to fall and the way some of these teams might fall in love with these quarterbacks. So that right there, I just named 14 players that all could go in the top 12. And not one of those names was Javon Kinlaw. So that's why I feel good about the Panthers strongly looking at, or at least in my opinion they should, strongly look at the possibility of trading down for Javon Kinlaw. But that also shouldn't preclude, you know, I think I would be on board too with uh, Javon Hargrave. You know, you could have two you could have two Javons there on the defensive line. You could have Javon Hargrave, and you could have Javon Kinlaw. And, and look, Javon Hargrave was a solid nose tackle for four years for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Look, he has not missed that that's the key thing. He has not missed a game. Or I'm sorry, he's missed one. Excuse me. He's missed one game. And that was in his rookie season of 16. But in each of the last three seasons, he has played all 16 games. And in only nine of those games, only nine out of 48, did Hargrave not start. He has 14 and a half sacks in uh, in four years. And of course, with you know the Steelers' defense, you know the way Hargrave has been lining up, he's not really the one that's been expected to get a lot of sacks. But I mean, he did have 60 tackles last season, uh, seven tackles for a loss, uh, and he had 49 the year before. So he's had almost 100, and, almost 110 tackles in the last two years, which is very solid for a defensive tackle, especially one like Hargrave. So you bring in Hargrave. You get to let him play with K1 short, as Jordan mentioned. You draft Javon Kinlaw. Now you've got some sort of rotation. You, you've got a, a better-looking rotation on the defensive front than you did last year. And again, certainly younger because you've got Kinlaw and you know even Hargrave versus you know no disrespect to Kyle Love. I mean, the guy is about 35 years old. So you get younger at the defensive line, even with the possibility that K1 short is probably going to leave in the next couple of years. You know, his plays declined a little bit, and he's starting to not really be worth uh, the big money that the Panthers are going to pay him. Like Jordan like Jordan mentioned, like we, like we just briefed on, uh, he is signed through 22 and has a, a club option 
for 23. You know, we can even, you know, we'll even check real quick uh, K1 shorts here on uh, spot rack. Look at the numbers there uh, to get a better understanding of where K1 short stands. He's got, um, so he's due $12 million this year. Uh, and he's due twelve million, twelve million dollar salary in twenty one. Again, he does have a an option, I believe. He does have an option, like she said, in uh, in twenty twenty two, or rather, signed through twenty twenty two, club option for twenty twenty three, where he'll be uh, he'll actually be thirty four years old by the time that twenty three season comes along so don't know how many years short has left especially again with the with the bit of a decline that uh that he, he saw a little bit you know obviously injuries played a huge factor in that but he is going to be 31 now in this season so you wonder how how well he's going to bounce back from uh from the uh from that injury but if you can bring in a couple of guys like Javon Hargrave and like Javon Kinlaw. And like I said, I think all of a sudden now you can really, you could really do some things with that defensive front, especially with a guy like Phil Snow that wants to, wants to be very multiple up front, wants to do a lot of things and, uh, you know, maybe get exotic a little bit. So, but like Jordan mentioned, the Panthers would have to kind of sell Hargrave on Carolina because of the position that they're in right now. But if they can lure a guy like Javon Hargrave, then hey, the Panthers are uh, are doing something right there for sure. So, so that's a little bit of a, a taste of uh, free agency. And uh, so again, you could check that check out that article on the Athletic. Jordan and Joe doing their own. Uh, or creating their list of three moves they would make if they were in Marty Herney's position uh, for free agency this season. So with that, I think it's a good spot to end here. Thanks so much for tuning in. As always, appreciate the support. Stay safe out there, everyone. Um, have yourselves a good day. Uh, take care of yourselves. Thanks for uh, spending some time with me. And until next time... Keep it locked here on LOP, and until next time, take care, my friends, and we will see you soon. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.